Season 1, Episode 4. Welcome to Episode 4 of the Circle of Chi podcast. I am your host, Victoria Smith, creator of CircleofChi.com and the owner of vsmith media llc so welcome back everyone i am excited to kick off this month um, which is national self-care awareness month if you're not aware um, i want to talk about things this month that are related to self-care and the things that i've done through my journey that could help you as well first let's talk about what is self-care awareness or, or is self-care so there is no single definition for self-care. It is often described as performing a series of actions to improve your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Practicing self-care promotes a healthy relationship with yourself to benefit from the physical, mental, and emotional health. When you are unable to care for yourself, it is nearly impossible for you to care for others. So, so therefore, self-care allows you to establish a positive mindset that will translate into good feelings and emotions for others around you. So what do you do to um, promote self-care for yourself? What do you do? What is your daily routine for self-care and self-awareness um, for your mind, body, and soul? Um, obviously, that's a rhetorical question because we don't have an audience. But um, the, the idea of self-care is, as I've said since the beginning, to become the best version of you. So my daily routine is I get up, I um, generally you know, get my, my drink in the morning and I will go and meditate for about 15 to 20 minutes in the morning. Um, meditating in the morning is more relaxing for me than the evening because it is really the kickstart of my day. It is manifesting what the day will bring for me. Whereas when I do it, when I go to bed at night, I find that I am a wanderer all night long and I cannot rest and relax. So that's why I've chosen to do meditation in the morning versus the evening hours. Uh, you can, you can figure the, your own routine out, but like myself, you'll probably realize there's certain circumstances that don't allow you to uh, feel comfortable in your uh, in your practice in the daily routine. So that's my daily routine. Uh, and then the evening times I do uh, in the fall and winter months, I do take a uh, evening walk uh, because it's too hot in the summertime to do that here. <laughs> it gets in the hundreds in the summertime, so it's not that comfortable in the evenings. So those are those are my daily routines for myself. I generally try to stay away from caffeine um, in the evening hours as well. That is a practice that I began actually post uh, bypass surgery for myself. And that has really helped me maintain the lifestyle that I live now and being positive and being energized and getting enough sleep and things like that. So those are just some of my daily routines. But, you know, share your daily routines with me on this episode feedback on all your favorite channels. I will be right back as we get into the topic of this episode, which is obviously dreams and how dreams relate to self-care. So tonight we are talking about dreams. And here's a fun fact. One third of your life is spent in dream world where your subconscious carries messages above love, hate and success and failure and life and death messages that can help you in your work, in your waking hours. So one third of our life is spent in a dream state. Is that amazing or what? I wish 50% of our self can be in the dream state. Maybe we'd all be a better place. <laughs> Just kidding. So, you know, we talk about dreams and what are dreams? Well, ironically, dreams are psychic experiences. Um, because during the dream state, your, your dreaming is a vehicle provided by spirit to communicate. Um, this means that your subconscious then allows you to t then t takes over your your own self your subconscious becomes the normal state because when you go into your dream state you're usually in alpha or beta during sleep so when you're in a deeper state obviously the more vibrant your dreams are most people say that they can't remember their dreams um they don't really understand why some people can, but some people can't. And I believe, and this is not a fact, but I believe it's the reason is because 
if you're not in tune with your psychic self or your spiritual self, then you're most likely not to remember your dreams. My husband is a perfect example of that. For the 25 years that I've known him, uh, he has never remembered a dream until last week when he said to me, I actually remember what I dreamed about. And he went into full detail about the entire dream and he was trying to interpret it. And it, it blew my mind because 25 years I've known him, he's never remembered any of his dreams. And he's a deep sleeper and he talks in his sleep and he fights in his sleep and a lot of other things. So it's amazing that he remembered his dreams. But we'll talk more about this when we come back. Give me just a few minutes. Enjoy this song from our uh, collection at Arlist.io. Thanks. So today we're talking about dreams. Um, what are dreams? Well, first of all, did you know traditionally we are conditioned to ignore our dreams? But I find that ironic because your dreams are supposed to be warnings. Your dreams are supposed to be messages from spirit. But according to uh, according to author Ryan here, he, he says that the spirit is always in a relentless pursuit of pointing and leading us to a more positive way of living life. It forces us to face up to issues that have been left undone. So I look back and I, I've been keeping track of my dreams now for three years. And I guess that is a true statement because the things that I dream about are the things that I have not fulfilled. The The things that I have not fulfilled are the ones things that keep coming up re time and time again in my dreams, reoccurring dreams. And the spirit reveals us to a positive solution and that to me is ironic as well because if you have been with me since uh, episode one i talked to you about my spirit guide and my spirit guide and how he came to me um initially was through dreams and then finally made presence known to me you know visually and over the years i have been reluctant to um listen to those messages that he's been giving me and until until three years ago when things started changing for me and i uh now realize that those were thankful warnings <laughs> and those those dreams and those those interpretations of what i was dreaming about were things that i needed to fulfill things that i had left undone and when we talk about those of us that are conditioned to forget our dreams or ignore our dreams I was that person and I turned myself around with my dreams. So I, I encourage you to get the ultimate dictionary of dream language because um, that's what I'm referring to today as we're talking. And I have highlighted several areas of this book because it talks heavy about spirit and we talk about self-care. But we don't realize that spirit is part of our self-care. You know, spirit is our subconscious in a way. Our spirit is that person or that 
uh, persona of us that needs to be heard that we are not listening to. And sometimes they can disguise themselves and sometimes they can, you know, come in full swing. Now, you know, my, my guide, of course, came in full swing <laughs> and kind of shocked me, but... But there are different types of dreams. There's premonitional dreams. There's obviously there's sexual dreams, and there's um, love love dreams, and there is um, goddess dreams, out of body experience dreams, uh, spiritual guide dreams, and there is also you know channeling dreams and low awareness dreams. And we'll talk about low channeling dreams later because those are. Um, I'm sorry, low, low awareness dreams because low awareness dreams are, you know, evil deeds in the outer world. Um, the it says the individuals often display immortality, depravity, and wickedness and cause misery, disarray, addictions, and suffering to themselves and others. So if you're having these types of dreams, these are things that you need to be aware of in your life that are bringing negative to your life and you need to help resolve them. So those, those types of dreams to me are a perfect example of fulfilling and clearing that need of resolve. And when you have these types of dreams, they can be gruesome at times. They can be very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They can be very uh, disassociating. Um, they can be very overwhelming. And uh, they can make a lot of people have you know bad experiences let's just put it that way but um what i what i like about the different types of dream explanations in this book is you know i i focus a lot on premonitional dreams because that is my my personal experience i have premonitional dreams as did my mother my mother talks a lot about premonitional dreams that she had growing up and later in her life and i'll give you a perfect example of a premonitional dream um you know she passed on so i guess i can tell the story now but um, my mother was very connected to spirit and my mother was very, uh, open to discussing it with me later in, in my older, in my older years. Um, as I become an adult, I, not so much as a child or teenager, but more as an adult, we talked about these things. And it was actually after I finished college in Texas and I came back to Tennessee where they were living, my parents were living and obviously my husband's family lives here in Tennessee as well. And what was funny was my mom my mom and dad had never visited my in-laws um before we were married they never really knew them um not it was not by choice it was just you know it just happened that way and one year after my father passed away the uh my in-laws invited us down to their house to visit for thanksgiving and we went to uh i call grandma now but we went to grandma's house which is my grandmother-in-law and my mom had never been there before and as soon as we walked into her house um, my mom had a kind of a, a premonition or she had felt like she had a deja vu moment if you don't know what deja vu is you, you need to study it because there's lots of explanation of deja vu but in this case it was a true deja vu moment for her she had never been there before but she had been there before <laughs> and she didn't speak of it in that in in that moment because obviously the environment they were in but we later spoke of it and she said she remembers being in that house um in one of her dreams she had walked into the living room and she had a full-on conversation with with, with in-laws and and grandma and um she could explain it to a t now one thing i did attest that ability was i asked her to kind of explain the rest of the house if she'd been to the rest of the house, because at that point she really was just in the living room, dining room in the open area, but she didn't go to the rest of the house. So I asked her to give me a, a description of grandma's bedroom because I'd been in there, um, but she had not. And she explained grandma's bedroom to, to the T and I was, I was blown away because at that point I, I knew my mom had had premonition dreams and dreams like that and things that she'd experienced. But that was the first time that I've had a true, uh, example of, of what she did and I was amazed and so that's that's a perfect example of a premonitional dream she'd been there before but she'd not been there before but she'd been there in her dream so you know that, that talks about premonitional dreams and what premonitional dreams do um, it, it clearly states in the in the book that it says a premonitional dream occurs instantly and forms the dreamer of future events. 
Um, and it talks about a similar example, just as I gave you. Um, I like to have real life experience dreams, uh, real life experience uh, examples rather than reading them from the book. But I just, I, I find it ironic that a lot of the things that I read in here are similar to the experiences that I've had. Um, it also talks in here about sexual dreams. I'm not going to talk about that area because, you know, I don't have those type of dreams myself. Um, love as it relates to dreams. Now, I, I do, I do often dream about love and divinity. Um, love is not necessarily of a, uh, another person. Love can be of thyself and of God. So, you know, you can, re you can relate that to your dreams, but I, I have had dreams of love in my dream, in my, in my self experience. Um, I've also had outer body experience dreams where I find myself, um, in another place or time, uh, kind of like time travel. Um, if you're in alpha state, you're often able to do time traveling in your dreams and I've done that a couple of times. That That is a pretty wild experience. If you've never done it, you need to learn how to go into deep sleep. Um, I actually experienced that for the first time after I was um, cleared of sleep apnea. Uh, so I suffered from sleep apnea for many years because I was overweight, of course. And once I lost that weight, I was able to relieve my symptoms of sleep apnea and breathing issues. And uh, it was th shortly thereafter that I was able to have an outer body experience um, in my dream and I was able to see myself in a different place in time and if you if you go there in that type of sense you'll often find your spiritual guides in your dreams and I myself did I, I think that was the first time that I was able to really um, see the visionaries of my life and who they were important to me and it was at that point, too, that I began having the, the visions of uh, Padre Pio in my dreams. Now, Padre Pio is, as if you listened to episode one, was very connected to my family. And Padre Pio still plays a big role in my life. And if you don't know who Padre Pio is, Padre Pio was, he was a uh, Catholic priest who um, experienced stigmatis of Christ. And he also was able to heal people. And there is a uh, Padre Pio church in Pennsylvania that is dedicated to him and they do a lot of spiritual things there at the church but he was he was sanctized um after his passing by uh by pope john paul ii before pope john paul passed away so he was very important to the catholic church and obviously to my family and i i really i look back on a lot of the things that my family discusses because padre pio uh, did have his hands in my great-grandfather um, he was able to put his hands of feeling on my great-grandfather and I believe that that was passed down to each of us because each of us has had visions of Padre Pio. And when those happen, I'm able to really put myself in a place of relaxation and, and at peace because he is the one that shows me love and guidance and the, in, the inability to... Um, really relate to other things so that, that's important things now the other parts of dreams uh we i want to talk about after we get back from the break uh is numerology and dreams and trances of dreams and the benefits of dream interpretation because when we talk about dreams you know i've talked about the different types of dreams in in very quick reference but and i given you examples but when we talk about the analogies of dreams like numerology and traces of dreams and the and the interpretations of the symbols and i want to kind of give you some guidance on what you can do before you rest and and be able to really just remember those dreams and what we can do to kind of give you some guidance on on you know journaling your dreams as well like i've done um we have created a or I should say we. I, I say we because I carry my guides with me all the time. So if you ever hear me say we, it's because my guides are with me. <laughs> but I have created the Manifest Your Dreams uh, challenge on circleofchi.com. So if you go to the uh, the homepage of circleofchi.com, and remember that circleofqi.com, and you will see Manifest Your Dreams on the scrolling banner there. And if you click on it, it'll give you the information that we've kind of talked about here today and what the challenge is. Um, this week we start the 9-9 portal. You know, 9-9 portal opened up three days ago now. And, well, I'm sorry. It opened up yesterday for us in Tennessee because it's September 10th here. But um, if 
if you know the, the true opening, it actually opens up on the 8th and it runs for, for seven days. So you've got those seven days. And the 9-9 channel is just another energetic opening that allows us to manifest our our dreams, our manifest, our um, desires, um, all of the things that we want to look forward to in the coming months. We are getting ready to come into a new moon in the next week, and we are also coming up on the fall equinox, which is a pretty powerful time of year for any of us that are um, uh, the, the second half of the year uh, spiritual people. So anybody that is, you know, a, a Virgo, a Libra, a Scorpio, Capricorn, etc., um, we are all um, in tune to having higher energies during this period of time. But we're going to talk about that when we get back. And uh, we're going to talk about numerology and dreams and how it relates and, and what it means when you have numerology and dreams. So let's take another break. Uh, we've got a couple of commercials coming in and another song for you to enjoy. So take a break with me and go grab some water and we'll be right back. Matrix is excited to introduce the only Vibro Hydro Acoustic Healing Meditation Table in the state of Tennessee. Allow yourself to holistically immerse within multiple synchronized advanced state-of-the-art technologies along with ancient healing modalities. This delivery system vessel reduces stress, alleviates physical pain, creates a space for deep meditation and resonance within your body that is needed to release energies you have physically and psychosomatically attached to. Reach higher levels of consciousness while connecting to the divine field of love within your heart space. Visit MyHealingMatrix.com to find out how you can experience this state-of-the-art technology. Welcome back. So in this segment, we're going to talk numerology and dreams. So numerology reveals messages in your dreams, if you didn't know that. The study of numerology has been around for centuries. The ancient Greeks, Chinese, Romans, Aztecs, Druids worked with numbers and applied them to events in everyday lives. The study of numerology in European culture was founded by, by Pythagoras, a Greek philosopher and mathematician. He stated that numbers were principles that guided the, guided the universe, limiting and giving shape to matter. The important underlying tenet of Pythagoras Pythagoreanism was the kinship of all life and the principle permeated religious and scientific teachings as well as lives of ordinary people even to this day. Uh, according, That's according to Encyclopedia Britannica, just so you know. Astrologers, numerologists, tarot card readers, etc. have all applied the use of numbers to their own systems to uncover hidden definitions to enhance readings and pinpoint specific information. The systems have been useful for predicting future events and pinpoint exactly the direction being taken by the spirit and the personality. I I refer numerology back to uh, Nostradamus. Nostradamus is one of the most famous um, psychic revolutionaries, etc. Um, if you haven't heard of Nostradamus, just go look it up. You'll be amazed. Um, so the reason I reference Nostradamus is because we often we often think about his um, quatrains. He was known to have written everything in quatrains because of his uh, the way he wrote in his time period, and he has predicted anything from uh, the fall of the fall of the empire all the way to the uh, the deaths of kings, um, the deaths of um, spiritual leaders like the previous popes. He also predicted that Trump would take office when Trump took office. Um, not necessarily as Trump, but a person of his kind and likeness. Uh, so there's a lot of things that have been said of the Nostradamus quatrains that 
that have been important to um, the spiritual work that we do and the work that, you know, is involved with our everyday lives. But, you know, when we talk about numerology, numerology, it, it's a part of astrology. And a lot of times people forget that your birthday is important to your astrological sign. And if you don't know that certain symbols within your dream actually reference numerology and the importance of it. So one of the things that the, uh, the dream language dictionary talks about is if you dream about a birthday cake, it also signifies that you need to look up the particular astrological sign of person celebrating their birthday. So in this case, my husband's birthday is this month. So, you know, there could be times where I, I think about him before I go to bed and I dream about him. So, you know, obviously I know his astrological sign and I know his birthday and I know his numerology. So I'm very familiar with that. But if you don't know something and you're, you're dreaming about somebody that's birthday is coming up like a coworker or a, a, a long lost friend, there could be significance to their uh, numerology in their astrological sign. Um, it, it's, 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 it's also important to note that there are certain numbers that are on a particular day in the month have a specific meaning for you. So you need to know your own numerology before you can start interpreting what those numbers mean in your dreams. I know specifically that I dream of a three, the six, and a nine, obviously, because I'm very synchronized with, um, with metaphysics. But other family members have referenced their significance to those numbers as well. Um, you can use the example of if you're if you dream about 5023 you can actually interpret that to being a five a two and a three or you can interpret it as being a 10 because in numerology we know now to um add that down to the smallest common denominator so five zero two three adds up to ten which is equivalent to one so you're actually referencing the number one um you need to study numerology i'm not going to go into high details about this area but numbers are important and <laughs> You know, when I first started having premonitional dreams and started having numerological dreams and numerology signs and symbols that came through, uh, a friend of mine said to me, oh, so can we play the lotto? Can you pick my numbers? And I laughed because that's actually the reference that he uses in his book too. But ethically, I, I took an oath that I would never use numbers for, um, for greed. To me, winning the lottery would, would be a, would be greed, and I am not that type of person. So I've never actually I've never actually played the lotto. I've, I will admit to that. I've never played the lotto. Sometimes I wish I could because I do watch the numbers, and there have been times that I've been dead on, and I could have been a multi millionaire several times. But in that case, if if you are that person and you are that one that wants to use your your numbers in your dreams. This would be a good example of why you would need a dream journal. If you want to play the lottery and you want to play the numbers that come up in your dreams, there's a significance to them and they could be tied to that. Not saying that works for everybody, but it is it is a known fact that people that dream numerologically uh, can eventually win the lottery if they if they follow their own patterns. Um, you know, so that's why why numerology is important. I don't, I'm not advocating for gambling. I'm not advocating for using it. But if you want to do it, that's your choice. But I, I wanted to reference numerology because um, I talked about how you can break the numbers down. But again, this goes into a more in-depth study. And I'm going to have a numerologist in the near future to talk about numerology and things. But when you dream of specific numbers... Uh, it could be related to some words too. So it's not always numbers that are specific. It could be words that relate to numbers. So like take take Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is, is famous obviously for the number 23. Um, he chose that number because it was important to him. Um, and if you ever watch his documentary, he talks about the importance of 23 in his, in his career and his life. But me too. I have numbers that I've stuck to as well. And, um, the number, the number 22 is important to me. Um, the number 22 obviously is a God sign because you get, if you see doubles in numbers, you're obviously going to get messages from beyond. But 22 is also the day that I, you know, purchased my house, my first home. 22 is the day that my, my father passed away. Unfortunately, he crossed to their side. Um, but it's also important because, um, it, it lies halfway between my birthday and my best friend's birthday. And uh, of course she's passed on. So 
generally the during the time of the of of her passing or her birthday i generally get uh symbols from her from the other side i also um will note that she actually passed away on the 23rd of july which is the, the day after the 22nd but uh the reason i reference that is because starting on the 22nd going into the 23rd uh, I definitely have visions of her um, during the time of her passing and her passing was one of my very first paranormal experiences that really made me understand that I had a gift of the connection to spirit and uh, so that's why that number became significant to me and obviously the number 28 because my birthday falls on the 28th of a certain month so um, they're all important to me unfortunately the 28th is the day that we buried my father the day that we buried my my husband's uncle my it's also my father-in-law's birthday on the 28th um and uh it it holds significance to family members that were very close to me that i actually did not know growing up but i knew as as a in a different life i guess you could say um because they are connected through me on the on the 28th as well so so birthdays are significant um important uh, numbers in your life anniversaries obviously are important in in numerology and your dreams but but break them down farther because there could be underlying uh things that you would not be aware of and when you take note of those those numbers that come to you again break them down to the smallest common denominator um 10 being one then then you can start really uh evolving in numerology and that's one thing that i did over time when i first started having numerological numerological dreams and and understanding what they meant uh but it's it's funny how time and numbers and space and things all correlate and we relate them to what's going on in life at that time but uh, then we go into how how do i how do i use the numbers to interpret the other things in my dreams so um you always want to record your numbers from your dreams with the in interpretation by a numerologist don't always understand them yourself it's always good to have a specialist break them down for you because they will understand them um, in a different fashion than you would you you generally would correlate them to a birthday a death day an anniversary etc but a numerologist is going to take them to your spirit and they're going to do it to your astrological sign doing it to your astrological sign is going to bring, bring higher significance to it and you're going to be given prior notice that you can handle that appropriately in the other world so what i mean by that is if you take for instance, going back to Michael Jordan at 23, if 23 wasn't significant in your life and you kept seeing it in your numbers, there could be something astrologically related to it from, from your other world, from your other life. And it could be traces of past lives and it could be traces of future lives as well. Um, if people would take the time to practice and respond to the dreams and their, in the languages within their dreams, they would find it equivalent to respond to the divine part of themselves. And, and, I, I specify that because when when we as humans we always correlate everything to something significant in our current life we don't always correlate things that we see in our dreams or or here in our in our um, in our connections as something from another life um, practicing and remembering to recall your dreams um, awakes and enables you the deflects the aware of the brain so it, it actually triggers another part of the brain it it's um your spirit is demanding the information from the brain to allow you to awaken and and the brain will be alerted to store that information in your dream because that's the only way it can get through to you when you when you wake up immediately the spirit personality or psyche you've joined is full of memory in your dream possible um however there are um people that lose control of their psychic part of themselves and then it becomes a repressed memory so there are people that have taken memory uh, dreams and turned them into memories or false memories in this case and and you have to trace it back so traces of dreams remain throughout the throughout the day as i said th one third of our life is spent in the dream state so tracing your dreams back to flashbacks or tracing your dreams back to something that you you actually lived or 
you know, we had a premonition about, um, don't leave that feeling alone. Um, if you have, if you've forgotten a dream, but still feel happy or sad during the, during that, that remembrance of that dream, it could be that you're experiencing a flashback. It could be that you're experiencing a deja vu moment, kind of like my mom, as I talked about earlier. So it's important to understand that the traces of your dreams may not necessarily have been an, a dream. It could have been a memory that you've repressed and, and spirit is using your, your dream state as a way to communicate that repressed memory to you. And, and obviously I'm not an expert on that, but I know from personal experiences that that is the case because I repressed memories of, a, of certain instances of my life and my childhood and, and they come through to me in my dreams and I've started recalling the actual memories having conversations with it about, with my sibling and, and having conversations with it with other family members, it helped me to remember that, okay, that wasn't a dream, that actually happened. So that, that can happen as well. But, you know, the, the whole point of today's, you know, topic is because dreams and interpreting your dreams is very important. And I, I emphasize that because dreams allow us to verify and safeguard our future for interpretation. Understanding our dreams allows us to facilitate facing up to the to our own anxieties and our and confronting our own fears. Um, confronting our own fears, not necessarily our fears, but our our anxieties with life. We often um, in, in in our conscious state we have anxieties that we may not have in our subconscious state, which is why people go through hypnosis, which is why people go through past life regression. But dreams alert us to the things we need to be watchful of and the actions and the reactions towards us from others in real life. So remember that as you're going through the process, get that journal, start writing down your dreams and what you saw in those dreams, what you can remember, because even bits and pieces of it, I mean, I remember my first journaling of my dreams. It was like one or two words. And then over time, I started recapping more and more and more. And you'll do the same thing, most likely. Um, but through studying their dreams, our spirit allows us to practice consolidating, organizing plans, projects, and, and undertakings. So if you're in the midst of chaotic things in your life, you're most likely going to be having lots of dreams. Perfect example, I'm going through renovations in my house right now. We have been planning and planning and planning to do this for a very long time. We should have done it during COVID, but we didn't because we had other things going on because obviously my husband didn't work. My husband kept working through COVID, as did I. So we, we were never stopped. We never we never lost momentum. We, we actually kept the momentum going all through COVID. We never experienced any illness. So, you know there are very few of us out there that didn't experience a lot during COVID or, or, you know, didn't work because, you know, there's not many of us that are self-employed anymore these days, but there is more now. Um, but again, going back to staying on topic here, you know, we should have done, we should have been doing more of that during COVID because we would have gotten a lot more done, but because I put it off and put it off, I've been having anxieties about getting it all done. I, you know, planning it, organizing the you know the technicians and who needs to come and do it etc etc it is filled with anxiety and that anxiety causes me to dream a lot but it also causes insomnia in some cases for me so i i usually have to take you know some some melatonin to help me go to sleep at night and i i found that during the times that i was really 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 sick i couldn't remember a lot of what was going on in my dreams and I remember being taught that, you know, if, if yourself, you, the dreamer is, is ill, our, our spirit conscious, our subconscious spirit will provide us happy and, and, and joyful things when we're sick. So as I'm going through anxiety and going through all this stuff that I'm going through with the renovations of the house and things like that, I, I often ignore what's going on because I just want to relax and, and just sleep. And so I, I remember like a few weeks ago, example of this, and I'm getting off on a tangent, so I apologize. But a few weeks ago, I was, I was dreaming about certain things that were going on because I had made contact with an old friend and we were just chatting and it, it triggered some things for me and I started having dreams about it. And I did not like the dreams that I was having because obviously they brought back some repressed memories that I didn't want to deal with at the time, but 
then I started thinking about the house. And as soon as I, as soon as I let myself forget about that memory that I was having and started thinking about the house, spirit comes through and spirit's like, let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. And it started putting things in motion for me. And I really got an effort to it. So I finished painting the house with what I could because I ran out of paints, of course, but you know, I finished painting the house. Now we've got the floors going in. Now we've got, you know, all this stuff happening. And, and in the midst of all this, obviously my, my in-laws decided to move up here. So, you know, we were, you know, visiting with them now that they're out here a lot with us and it's, it's very peaceful times for us. So we're really at peace. And then ironically, and we talk about symbols and, and things like that, but this isn't a symbol in my dream. We now have rabbits everywhere. And, you know, often when you see rabbits, it's usually a um, interpretation of, of, of good things to come or um, reproduction and things like that. No, I'm not planning on having any kids if that's if that's one of the things that come into your mind. No, we're not planning on having children. But, but we have our dogs that love playing with them. And I get so frustrated because the, the rabbits come every every full moon. Every full moon is like clockwork. The rabbits will appear and they don't go away till the new moon. So it's definitely an instance of that. My connection to these rabbits is obviously with this, with the rotation of the moon and they appear, but they drive me insane. So I will often dream sometimes about how to get rid of them. And I'm like, I shouldn't be dreaming about how to kill animals, but I, I just can't get rid of them and they won't go away, but they drive my dogs crazy. So it drives me crazy. Point being interpretations in your dreams what you dream about is depicted by what's going on in your daily life your subconscious mind takes over and your dreams become more uh, vivid you start having more vivid dreams and you start having more reoccurring dreams when you let your subconscious state take over so you know allow yourself to be taken on that journey of your dreams allow yourself to Follow the numbers, follow the astrology, follow the the symbols, everything that happens in your dreams. Take a note of it because I'm going to tell you from experience, it will make sense to you later down the road. It may not make sense to you right now, but it will make sense to you down the road. And my life today is a perfect example of that. And I hope and I hope that resonates with you and that you will take the challenge and, and start writing down your dreams and things like that. As we bring in other uh, practitioners, numerologists, astrologists, um, Akashic Records readers, things like that, I definitely will um, overlap them into dream interpretation because that's a big part of my journey and, and dreams because that's where most of my... Uh, messages come from are in my dreams and I'm sure a lot of your messages that you may or may not uh, uh, remember or or notate because you're not really that person at this time but you will you will open up to it intention it become one with your subconscious and things will happen and that experience will allow you to do many many more things and uh, and so so again take the challenge with us do the uh, manifest your dreams and not just manifest your dreams of what you want in your life, but manifest your dreams as far as what your subconscious and your spirit psyche is telling you and allow those things to make more of your life known and more of your life more relevant to what's going on with you. And just remember that when you are trying to get things together the entire universe is conspiring to give you everything that you want and that's a quote um by abraham hex and i i i use that quote a lot your entire universe is conspiring to give you everything you want because your subconscious is your part of your universe your subconscious is that person that allows you to forget everything else that's going on so let them put things together for you do not necessarily follow that. I want to be 30 years old. I want to be married. I'm going to be 40. I'm going to have five kids. That may not be your journey. That may be the thing that you thought when you were 17 years old and that's what you wanted to do in life. But that may not be truly what happens in your journey. And I am a perfect example of that because I was the one saying, I'm going to have five kids. I'm going to have two kids. I knew we wanted to have two kids, et cetera, et cetera. But obviously life took us on a different path. And your dreams will give you that explanation if you just listen to what is there and you let that subconscious take over so again take that in 
get your journal, order your journal on circleofchi.com and go on that journey with yourself. Go on that journey to open up your dreams. And I challenge you. I hope that you will uh, you know, share your thoughts with us within the Circle of Chi group. And until then, you know, good night, happy dreaming, and peaceful sleep for you all. So that was dreams and interpreting your dreams. Now remember, you know, the significance of us talking about dreams now is because we are trying to um, acknowledge self-care awareness. Dream interpretations and understanding your dreams is definitely a way of self-care. Your your dreams and what they what they give you and your subconscious is going to help you be a better conscious self. And you need to let go of things that are are coming up. Uh, reflect on what the things that you're grateful for. And take the time to, you know, just breathe. Um, if you just breathe before you go to sleep at night, your dreams are going to be more vivid. Um, if you look through old photos, it could trigger things. So if you're, if you're trying to intentionally dream about things, try and trigger things by looking at pictures, um, having a conversation with the family member, um, you know, draw, paint, listen to some music, all of those things can trigger a dream to happen because your conscious self is trying to open up your subconscious self. And, and I challenge you to do that because it will help you sleep. It will help you um, get that extra, extra, you know, momentum that you need to give you what you want to see or hear in, in your subconscious self. Don't be afraid to sleep in. Don't be afraid to take an extra time and put yourself down for a little bit longer. You know, we, we forget to take care of ourselves. We're always on the go. I mean, we are a society today that is on the go, go, go. And I think, I think COVID changed a lot of that for everybody. I think a lot of the, the ways that we were before has really slowed us down in the last year because we have been told to just stop, take a breath, stay inside. You know, not saying that everybody did that, but at the same time, it, it made me more aware of how I needed to slow down. It made me more aware that I was doing way too much. And I was also connected too much. Um, and what I mean by connected is I mean technology. We need to disconnect sometimes. We need to turn that phone off. We need to turn that computer off. We need to turn that radio off. We need to turn that car off. Turn it off because that stuff blocks messages from coming through as well. So don't be afraid to turn it off. So that's another part of my challenge for you this month is take time for yourself. Take five minutes to meditate. Take five minutes to go for a walk. Take ten minutes to go for a walk. Anything that's going to give you time by yourself is okay. Do not be afraid. It will help you relieve some of that anxiety, some of that stress you have. And it will help you be more self-aware. And I thank you again for joining us this week. We are going to talk next week about different techniques that, that can be used. If you're not familiar with EFT tapping and the emotion code, uh, these two techniques have been very uh, important to me. Um, obviously, I, I do EFT tapping constantly and uh, it has helped me with my anxiety over the years and it has also helped me open up about certain things in my in myself as well as the emotion code that is um is, is part of muscle testing but we'll talk more about that next week and and what i've learned about these two techniques and how they can be helpful for you as well so i look forward to I look forward to recording the next episode and um we're trying to get some more guests to come on so it's not just me talking all the time but uh, if you are interested in being a, a guest on the show, if you are in the uh, integrated or alternative medicine care, um, please reach out to me. I'd love to have you on as a guest to talk about, you know, your your work and how they can and how people can work with you, uh, just as we did with Tony last week. So I look forward to hearing from more people, and I look forward to more people joining our our community, our tribe, uh, circleofchi.com. And I thank you, blessings to you all, and good night.
Well, thank you guys for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed our topic of dreams and how dreams are important to your self-care and self-awareness. And we are going to um, give you further expansion of this topic by uh, the challenge that we have posted on our website, circleofchi.com. On the top scrolling banner, you're going to see a um, bar that says manifest your dreams. And that is going to be a challenge that I'm going to put out there for everyone. And it offers you a um, printed manifest your dreams journal that I've created for Circle of Chi. And it's going to help you manifest your dreams for the winter time. The winter time is obviously very uh, important because as we go through the fall equinox and we go through the nine non-portal and things like that, there's a lot of energy in the air. And as, of course, as the sun is closer I'm sorry, as the moon is closer to the earth, we, we find ourselves um, reflecting on things, reminding ourselves of uh, certain times of our lives. And obviously then winter equinox in December will definitely be powerful for those that are affected by the moon uh, uh, occurrences. And so as you, as you remember your dreams, it's a good way to write them down if you have a journal available to you. I've been doing a dream journal for three years now, and it's actually opened up a lot of um, insights to what is going on. So I would love to offer you this. Um, the price is obviously discounted for people that are Circle of Team members, annual and monthly members, as well as business partners. So you're always going to get that 10% discount, but the, the journal itself is going to be $16.95 and it will be, that includes shipping. So $16.95 for printing, shipping, and delivering it to you. I hope that you will take a, um, take time to order that and take part in the Manifest Your Dreams Challenge. We're also going to offer up the invite to the Circle of Chi Facebook group for those of you that want to kind of chat with other people that are talking about this topic as well and also encourage you to become part of the Circle of Chi community because like myself, there's a lot of people that are like-minded and the people within this community have been very important to me. Where I don't know each of them individually, I do know a lot of the business partners because they participated in the Circle of Chi Expo that we held a few years ago in Memphis. And obviously we're going to be bringing that back once we get cleared of the you know, whole COVID you know, restrictions and things like that because we're still not out of the dark on that. And there are still things that we have to kind of work through before we can really bring you the next uh, version of the, um, the Circle of Chi Expo. So, which is the Four Points Expo, if you're not aware. The Four Points Expo was obviously created alongside Circle of Chi by myself. So, more to come on that. But just as a reminder, again, go to thecircleofchi.com and click on the Manifest Your Dreams challenge uh, banner at the top of the website there and then we will kickstart that and then we will get you into the group and we will help you evolve uh, yourself as well as your um, surroundings so you can become the best version of you i appreciate you all thank you for listening and i look forward to you joining me on the next episode have a great weekend Circle of Sheep podcast next Friday on the Trim Radio Network, 7 p.m. Eastern. And of course, on all your favorite podcast channels.